0: Well, hello everyone! Thanks so much for joining me once again. Um, I am very pleased to have you here. We talked to so many different advisors from all different walks of life, and today is no different. Um, if you're um, if you're what we call a senior, and I resemble that remark, um, then you're you're probably wondering about this world of change that you're going to go through as you reach Medicare age, as you reach the age where. Your benefits change from being company provided to uh, government provided or provided by private insurance companies or what your options are is there, they're ever changing. Well, fortunately today, uh, Mona Marcos is with me to help you understand a little bit more about um, how to choose, for instance, the best Medicare supplement retirement or supplement plan for yourself and your loved ones and other issues. Mona is with Mona Senior Services. She's a senior service specialist. She's been at this for quite a while and can help us understand some of the complicated issues of, of this world. So, Mona, thank you so much for joining me today. Welcome to the show.
1: Thank you, Bill, for
0: having me. It's a pleasure. My pleasure. Uh, you know, Mona, tell us a little bit about you and your background and how you got into this area of working with seniors with their, for their insurance needs. Sure.
1: I've been in the insurance business for like 25 years, um, doing mostly employee benefits like Aflac. And then five years ago, I uh, decided um, actually when my husband turned 65, um, I saw he's been in the insurance business all, him, all his life, 45 years, and he was really lost how to navigate that world of Medicare and just enrolled himself in the first plan he came across. So the light bulb went on and I said, wow, insurance specialist in, in the insurance field and doesn't know how to navigate that world. So. Um, I started digging and just going with him to meetings. I really enjoy that field and saw the need to help similar um, people navigate that world. So I really enjoy it, and that's what been my focus for the last five years.
0: Well, thank goodness for people like you, because I know that as I as I researched these topics, uh, both for myself and for my my parents uh you know it, it's a whole different world it's, it's alphabet soup there's plan a b c d you know you just there's all these different things to know and it seems like once you once you get the lay of the land it it may, it starts to make sense but it's foreign to a lot of people and the worst thing you can do is just say it, it doesn't matter i'll just choose anything they're all the same because that's that could be nothing could be further from the truth there right correct
1: absolutely
0: absolutely And making the right
1: decision when you first turn 65 is very important as well.
0: Yeah, and and this is a big decision because uh, I was just sitting through – I'm looking for my notes here. I was just sitting through a a workshop the other day that said the average health care cost for an individual turning 65 – and by the way, that's 10,000 people a day in the U.S. turning age 65 for the next many years – the average health care cost during retirement – um, just just for paying for normal stuff, not including long-term care, is going to be about $275,000 of your budget over over the next many years. So it's an important decision to get things right and make sure that it's not much more than that by making a mistake. So Mona, tell, tell me a little bit about um, why, first of all, why should a person that's, that's going on to Medicare at age 65, why should they – come and talk to someone like you?
1: Um, for most of the reasons you just mentioned, it's a different world. It's hard to navigate. Most people don't want to read this Medicare and New Book that is a couple of inches thick, and they don't even know where, where to get started to, get their, to apply for Medicare A&D, which is the very first step that somebody needs to know. There is also most people don't know there is deadlines and to when to do that. And if you miss the deadlines, there's hefty penalties for the rest of your life. So not only picking up the right Medicare supplement plan or the Medicare plan is important, but to get your alphabet soup, the aid, on time is important because if you tell Social Security or Medicare, hey, I didn't know, it's not an excuse or it's not a good reason to... um, save you from paying the penalties. So the penalties are hefty and they're for the rest of your life. So I just make that process a little bit simpler for my clients or anybody that contacts me, tell them how to go about it, the easiest way to do it, and just handhold their hands until the whole process is done, and they really appreciate that. Then they don't have to do any uh, searching on their own or inquiry and all that.
0: Yeah, and I think one thing that's interesting is that you know there, there are two – there are two parts to Medicare, uh, Part A, which is the hospitalization, and Part B, which is doctors. And then there's also you know, prescription and, and other areas there. But um, what, what I didn't realize and, uh, was that if you turn 65, even though you're working for an employer, you should enroll for Medicare Part A and not miss that enrollment deadline because you've been paying for that through your payroll deduction. Medi- Part A is, is basically free and it's a great alternative if you have to go into a hospital to what you may be paying for, even though you may still be working at your employer. Is that right? Well,
1: there is a little bit of a debate on that because another thing to watch out for is when you apply for A, uh, it puts a time stamp on you know, getting on Medicare and also qualifying for other options later. So if you apply for A and not B at the same time, it's a whole different set of rules, because then you're eligible for Part D, and then when you apply for B later, uh, it might put a time stamp a limitation on when you can apply for D. So it's not always a good idea. It depends. If you travel a lot outside the country, absolutely, um, or if you travel a lot, period, because then you can have hospitalization any, anywhere you are. So it really depends whether you should get it or not, just because it's free doesn't make it's necessarily a great idea to get
0: it. There you go. So it, it's important to understand uh, things like this. And um, then in the uh, Part part B, which covers medical expense, um, there can be a lot of gaps depending on which way you go. And a lot of people, you know, I, I guess reaching age 65, they get hit up with a lot of pamphlets and flyers about, joining certain types of plans and opting out of, of Medicare itself and taking on HMO type of programs, there are a lot of options. And I think there are especially a lot of options here in California, aren't there?
1: Yes. And another thing, too, I always tell people if they call me, just like typically the best time to talk to me is when you turn 64 or at least 64 and a half, because depending on your employer, they might re- ask you to get Part B, because then, depending on the group size, whether Medicare will be primary and your group employer plan will be secondary or vice versa. So it's always good to check with HR um, whether it is something they want you to do or not as an employer because B is not free. So you don't need to get it if you don't have to.
0: Yes, yeah, so as long as you're working, you don't have to, uh, as long as you're covered through another plan. So, yeah, there's a lot of decision points at that point. So uh, I guess one of the questions somebody might ask is, um, Mona, is, uh, wh- what what are your fees? What does it cost for someone to talk to you to get this type of advice, get an understanding of what they should be?
1: That's the one thing I love about my work. I don't have fees. I don't charge for consultation or uh, a talk because most of my uh, advice is done over the phone with people calling me until such time that they have their Medicare A&B in place, which I help them. Uh, to get to that point uh, over the phone. And then then if and when they usually want to pick up either an HMO plan or a supplement plan, that's when I meet with them to take care of that. And the insurance carrier, the plan they choose, compensates me. So I don't have uh, separate fees for my clients. So it's really a nice position to be because then people are not reluctant to call me. I can help them, and if that usually 95% or more of the time they need something to go along with Medicare, since there's hefty deductibles and copays, so that's how I make um, I cover my uh, my costs by just in helping enrolling them in the right plans
0: Well, that's good. So, so you take all the risk basically, um, and again, um, a lot of people might say, "Well, wait a minute, now I'm getting Medicare Part A, and and of course." There's a a deductible for that, and then I'm getting Part B, and there's some deductibles, but aren't I fully covered by Medicare? Why would I need something that would fill in those gaps? How expensive could it be?
1: It can get very expensive. Um, As you said, there is deductibles for both A and B, and if a person does not choose to pick a supplement to cover the deductibles on 20%, Things are going to be okay as long as they don't, have, you know, major health issues or concerns, but what, all it takes is one, one, one visit to the hospital to incur hefty bills or, you know, unfortunately, you know, something serious illness-wise. But another thing to bear in mind, when you're new to Medicare, when you just got Special B, you have what's called guarantee issue to pick any plan your heart desires, no questions asked as to your current health, whether you could have had a cancer, stroke, heart attack, doesn't matter. They don't ask, carriers have to take you, have to accept you um, for the first six months. Beyond that point, if you wait more than six months to make that decision, then you have to qualify, and then you don't have all the options to pick any plan you like. So it's an, I always tell people, you can wait, that's not, no problem, but... You'll have a hard time taking, getting the plan of your choice if, if you're, unfortunately, something. And usually that's when people call me to switch from HMO to a supplement or to, to add a supplement. Is something catastrophic happened and that's when they said, oops, I should have gone. So sometimes, most of the time, it's too late by then to to make that decision.
0: Okay, so what, what I hear you saying is that up there, when people reach age 65, Frequently, they have have had some kind of a medical condition that um, that has you know come into their life, and if they apply t- on a timely basis, the insurance companies can't deny you for that particular condition. But if you wait too long, if you miss your deadlines, then they could say, well, we're either going to reject you or we're not going to cover that pre-existing condition. And that could be a very, very expensive mistake.
1: Absolutely. Except the only exception to that is kidney. If somebody has a kidney failure, then that, 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 that rule is out. they'll not take anybody. But that's the only medical condition that would keep
0: somebody from qualifying for a plan. I understand. So it so is very important uh, if you are reaching that age, age 64, as you said, or age, uh, get, getting close to age 65, that you understand what your um, what your deadlines are, what your coverage are, coverage is. Um, now, I've heard, and I don't know if this is still relevant, but it's very important when you choose a doctor and you're on these on Medicare of some type to find out if they accept something called assignment. What is that, and how does that work? Okay,
1: um, basically, it depends. The assignment comes if somebody chooses to go on the HMO, then. Um, the doctor accepts the assignment from Medicare into the, is contracted with that plan or the carrier of their choice. Or um, if it's a supplement plan, then it's a doctor that accepts Medicare as primary payment for his service. So if he doesn't accept Medicare at all, then um, they just simply cannot go to that doctor. So it's important to check. And that's another reason I like the supplement because then you have freedom of choice, and you're not limited to a doctor. But if you really have been like, going 30 years to that one doctor, you want to make sure that he accepts Medicare. Because nowadays there's something called concierge, and a lot of the high-end doctors charge a flat fee for the year, and you can go to them anytime mm-hmm. you want, but they don't take Medicare. So it's important to ask the questions if they uh, accept Medicare
0: or not. Excellent. And then, uh, you know, one of the thing that's, things that's very confusing for people is how their prescription drugs may or may not be covered during, during Medicare and through Medicare supplements. And I think that's called Part D uh, of Medicare. Uh, but it's, it, it can be very expensive if you don't have the right plan. They may, they may require you to take um, different versions or generic versions of drugs as opposed to the better versions of drugs that might be out there, right? Um,
1: actually, if you don't have a Part D plan, um, you, you can have a generic or brand, but you're going to pay a lot of money because they are expensive. expense. Now there's, that's another area of penalty, if somebody does not, whether you take drugs or not, Medicare requires everybody that's 65 and older to have a Part D plan. Now if it's covered through your employer coverage and you're still working, great, uh, but Medicare supplements do not cover prescription drug plans. So if you go the supplement route, which is what I highly recommend, then I help my clients enroll in the proper prescription drug plan because there is tons of them, and your formularies that you're taking makes a decision as to which plan is better for you because every company has different list of uh, drugs that they cover, and so it's important to make that right decision. So when I work with my clients, I always ask them for their list of drugs, then run it through um, a very educated system, sophisticated system, where they compare it to the 35 companies out there and they come with the recommendation of the best plan to avoid the donut hole and the high copays, and uh, hopefully a plan with no deductibles, et cetera. So it's another whole science that goes into that area, but it's important to have a plan um, so to avoid the fees, again, the penalties from Medicare. And it doesn't have to be expensive. The cheapest plan is $30 if you don't take, um, accept a, a men's drug or two, like uh, cholesterol, you know,
0: um, the, the diabetes,
1: et cetera. $30 will do it, recovered, but at least you avoid the penalty.
0: So, yeah, there, there's a lot to this. And there's, uh, you know, while we're on the topic of insurance for seniors, you know, one of the things that we haven't talked about is the issue of long-term care, which is often... Uh, and mostly outside of the scope of Medicare. Talk to people about that topic as well, or do you refer that out to others, or, or how do you handle those discussions?
1: Uh, I certainly bring it out to their attention that because sometimes people think or are under the impression that Medicare will cover like assisted living or um, nursing homes, that type of mm-hmm. scenario, and it doesn't. So I always ask if you have long term care. Hopefully, they still qualify because that's a, a, a much more rigid qualification process, uh, much more in-depth than care. And if they don't have coverage, I show them the need as to why they should have it. And then I have a partner, a business partner, a few actually, um, some supervisors inside and out that will help them with this uh, because it's a, it's a very uh, detailed niche and it's a very – um special niche. That I try not to be an expert in everything. So that's just like Medicare is a not easy to navigate, so is long term care with all the options now. And it and it's usually if you do it early on, it does not have to so but it's better to have something to cover that area of needs. Um because you know most people want to live at home now. And if you yeah. can't take care of yourself, that's something Medicare is not going to cover. So you want to make sure you have coverage to take care of you and you can stay at home should you you know need to be recovery from a surgery or an accident or anything like
0: that so for those of you listeners you know thinking well this is this is going to be easy i 'm going to get on medicare life's going to be simple. remember it 's a government plan <laughs> it it's never easy <laughs> when it 's a government based plan, and there are going to be there are going to be risks and gaps and holes in it, and you need to understand what 's available, what your risks are, so that you 're not caught by surprise at some point and facing some some really uh, terrible uh, financial burdens because of that. And Mona's, uh, Mona Marcos is just a person to help you with that. So, Mona, I really appreciate your, your sharing your tips, your wisdom with everybody today. What's the best way for our listeners to get in touch? Um,
1: they can either call me, 909-675-7225, or email me at mona.com senior services at
0: gmail.com excellent so i'm going to repeat that number 909-675-7225 909-675-7225 or mona.seniorservices at gmail.com and you can also visit her website at myseniorsales.com right mona Yes really great information I really if you 're thinking about this or you have know of someone who 's thinking about this, um, do them a favor, do yourself a favor, give Mona a call. And and let her help guide you through this complex maze, so that uh, you know it might be the first time you're doing it, but it's not the first time she's doing it. She'll help you navigate that. So, Mona, thank you so much for your time today. I really appreciate it, and look forward to the next time we speak.
1: Thank you so much, Bill, for having enjoyed it very much, and uh, happy to help anybody that would give me a call.
0: Thank you for listening to Exit Coach Radio.